0: Welcome to the HR Tech 24-7 podcast, the home of HR and payroll technology news. Listen as we chat to industry leaders about the topics that are facing HR and payroll companies today and discover more about the world of HR technology.
1: Hi, and welcome to another Coffee in 15 with myself, Bob Rehill, Founder and Chief Innovator here at HRTech247.com. Really excited about today's conversation with Michael Chamberlain and Thomas Hagerman from Anchorstone talking about all things HR transformation. Let's go and have a chat. Michael, Thomas, great to catch up with you both. How are you both keeping?
2: Very well, thanks, Bob. Yeah, yeah. Given the current circumstances, but spring has sprung and we're you know seeing a bit more of being outside. It's uh it's good Opt-
1: time for optimism. Absolutely, Thomas. What about yourself?
2: Yeah,
0: no, I couldn't agree more. Shorts on, you know. Let's try. Let's look to, look to the future now. I think Bob, it's uh yeah no
1: good good uh, good to be here. Thanks for having us. Fantastic. Well, listen, look just just briefly for those listening in today. Do you want to do a quick intro, Michael? A little bit of you know who, who are you? Sure, absolutely. I'm Michael
2: Chamberlain. Um, I am I head up assurance at Anchorstone. And that looks at both program delivery and the solution um, assurance. I've been in HR transformation for over 20 years, um, okay. and I've worked on all sides—customer, client, vendor—so able to sort of give that sort of more rounded view about HR transformation.
1: Fantastic. What about
2: yourself, Thomas? Um,
0: so, uh, sales director for Anchor Stone. So I have the pleasure of uh, going out and talking to lots of different people in the industry, um, just around where their challenges are, and promoting these—you know—these very talented people so um, it's uh, an industry I've been in for over 10 years and really enjoy it so fantastic
1: fantastic well listen I'm really looking forward to hearing what your insights are today and 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 sharing that with with the audience as well so really good segue Thomas you talked about what you're hearing in the marketplace talking to clients etc so you know tell me about what what is it that you're hearing uh, out there today what are you seeing as some of the the challenges that people are going through
2: um, well, it has been a, a challenging year, I mean, for, yeah. for everyone in, in a, whole, a whole host of ways. Um, and I think sort of that has led to um, a lot of focus on HR, naturally. Um, but in talking to and more importantly, listening to sort of HR leaders, um, the key theme that we're seeing in the, in the HR space throughout the last 12 months and looking forward is simply looking after people. Um, it's looking after you know from a personal perspective at home friends family neighbors etc but just as much in the workplace looking after co-workers and from a HR perspective looking after your organization and that has led naturally to HR being very much sort of at the forefront of the last 12 months from an organization perspective from strategy and what they need to do how they need to react and um, yeah most of our our customers that we're talking to most of the, the partners that we have and the Colleagues that we have working you know, in the breadth of HR um, mm-hmm. industries um, is very much on that and, and that's leading to a lot of the, the opportunities and, uh, and themes that we see for the next 12 months is much being really driven by you know, how do we best look after our, our people.
1: Is that the same reflection Thomas that you're hearing as, as the person that's selling I suppose to clients and talk to them quite closely as well?
0: i think what's been really interesting is that there's been organizations who've been focused on hr transformation hr technology for a number of years and then there are some who have maybe pushed it down the road and are now thinking okay now is the time and um you know there's a lot we're dealing with at the moment um you know as a country and then as an industry around what do we do post-brexit what do we do post-covid and i think that's driven a lot of people to think okay well if if, if i'm not going to change things now when am i going to change it and i think the thing we're also seeing, though, is a lot of organizations are maybe coming at this for the first time. And they, they genuinely are they're not sure what to do or what order to do things in. Um, you know, it's very easy to go out there and realize, oh, there's a lot of technology I could start deploying. But then there's also people who maybe never deployed technology in their organization. They're HR professionals first, as Mike yeah. said. Yeah. They're there to look after their people. So they now know that a part of that looking after their people involves technology, but they genuinely, you know, you'd be surprised, or you wouldn't, but (laughs) you'd be surprised, big organizations, successful organizations still are in their infancy when it comes to how do we utilize technology to the benefit of our employees and how do we utilize technology to the benefit of us as an organization from an HR perspective. So it's really, I think it's a, a really interesting time. And, but, We'd be kidding ourselves if we if we if we thought it was still a, a very mature market in terms of understanding. There's a lot of people out there, a lot of organisations who are asking for help. So from our you get a good feeling from that because you can share your knowledge and your experience. But there's no doubt it's just it's not going to be an easy 12 months. Um, but there's a lot there's a lot going on.
1: Uh, and it's, it is interesting, and you're right, you know, I see the same thing, as you know, you know, you know as the owner and founder of HR Tech 247, we're constantly being asked the same question. You know, we've obviously been in the consulting space as well, and, and you're right, I think organisations are really, you know, having to look now inwards a little bit more to start to say, well, actually, now that we've gone through this this period of time, we've identified some, some key challenges, etc. So, so, so talk to me about what are some of the challenges that you know well some of the approaches that organizations you know in your eyes should be thinking about right you know when they're going on this journey what what sort of things should be for at their mind?
2: Um, I think first and foremost you know if they haven't already been they should be taking a seat at the table as a, a core strategic partner in the organization and HR there's been a perception that maybe they aren't as strategic as other functions across an organization and that really depends it depends on the you know the, the company itself the culture that's there sometimes it depends on the individuals that are playing those roles but i think what most organizations have seen certainly the ones that we've talked to is that you know hr has stepped up um hr has, has got organizations through the last 12 months by um, partnering and collaborating and being more agile and decisive with what what they need to do to be able to support their people as best they can through the last 12 months And now what we're hoping for and what we're starting to see is to Thomas's point is that investment in how we leverage that for them to continue to do that through the next 12 months. So, for instance, if people have had real challenges in um, not having a single source of data or outdated technology or fragmented processes, these kind of challenges that have hampered them from being able to be agile or make decisive uh, uh, decisions in the the last challenging 12 months, um that they need to fix that they need to be able to do that and if it's something that has been perhaps not prioritized in the past certainly it's got the attention now so we're you know we're we're certainly talking to people about how you know the challenges that they've faced that have been amplified so much recently how we can move forward and start to partner together and fix those but certainly you know a lot of work around strategy and vision and making sure that the ever-changing um organizational priorities that companies have as a whole over the last 12 months be it cost customer base you know all of the things that have been thrown at them over the last 12 months um and and brexit as well before that and just the you know general challenges and 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 changes of strategy that companies need to have to continue to evolve and progress that hr is reflecting that and that hr is has the clear vision and outcomes set to be able to deliver that value to their to their customers so working with them on the strategy and the vision and then working with them on how do you best move forward to to uh, mitigate for those challenges and look for opportunities in the future over the next 12 months to continue
1: to enhance HR as that strategic partner in the organization that's no, fantastic and i love that right hr having a seat at the table i think is also something that I've, I've seen personally and some of the more successful organizations have definitely adopted that style yeah. um and especially in the last 12 months as you say michael it's become more and more important and and the employee base and the looking after them you know people have started to recognize the importance of the employee you know well-being management etc thomas any any other thoughts from you on that as well
0: yeah i think i um... mean a key message that we're trying to get across to people, um, or, or an answer to a question we hear a lot is, you know, what's the impact of the technology going to have on our business? Um, a lot of times, people will think, okay, so we're going to go through some kind of a transformation as a business, or just as an HR function, or as a, we're going digital, or you know, yes. we're moving to the cloud. And there's a perception if they've not been through that process before that. It's a case of buying technology, deploying the technology, turning it on, and hey, presto, yeah. um, we know we've, we've become efficient. We've solved that problem over there. And a lot of what we do is trying to take organizations back to the beginning and say, well, what's the problem you're actually trying to fix first? And, and do you appreciate everything you're going to need to do outside of the technology? And the impact that this change will have on everything outside of the technology. So your people, your process, your data, your infrastructure, And too often those things get left to one side and people focus on buying the software they like the look of, you know, getting it at the price they want it, finding an implementation partner they like um, at the price they want. They put those two things together, they deploy it and the software works, but it doesn't work for the customer because the customer didn't do the work up front to understand all the things they would need to do first to make sure that they bought the software that was right for them. Um, And they deployed it in a way that was going to solve the problem that they set out to fix. And this is what we try and do, is try to slow people down a little bit at the start to say, hang on, spend a little bit more time now. You know, do you know what you're actually setting out on here? An HR transformation project or an HR technology project to underpin an existing business transformation project is a lot more than just the technology. And you will make it far more successful and get so much more out of it if you just take a little bit, a few more looks at yourself internally in terms of what your current landscape is across those areas before you set out, because it's a difficult journey enough without doing it blind. And I think that's that's the thing we try and get across to people. It's just talk, let's talk more now.
1: Let's let's explore that further, right? Because it, it is really, it's a really important subject and it's one that I'm sure the three of us, you know, in our lifetime will continue to, to challenge, right? You, you, you're right, they, they look at it as a technology, project or I'm just going to replace something etc so listen let's 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 give some insight on this uh, to to those listening in what two or three things would you say you absolutely must do before you even embark on looking at a technology project let's let's dig into that a bit deeper Michael I don't know if you've got some thoughts on it as well well.
2: I think I think number one is is back to my last point you know you need to have that vision and the strategy and you need to make sure that's aligned to your overall um uh, strategy at the corporate level Um, so you you need to be having the right conversations with the right people you need to be listening to your people you need to understand what their needs actually are Um, I think you know to Thomas's point buying something off the shelf and you go through a very careful very procurement-led process to be able to do that but without actually listening and understanding the needs of your organization up front is it actually fixing the problem or is it actually maximizing the opportunity that you're going to get from doing it Um, and so that's number one and I think Leading on from that, it is the engagement, it's bringing the whole business into the decision as well. Um, There are too many siloed um, decisions that are made in in large organizations in particular, even in mid-size, mid-market, you tend to see technology being bought in silos and used and then worry about integrations after without actually bringing in sort of, you know, the voice of the people. So what we tend to do, what we always recommend to do is to kind of bring in and make those big decisions early. So Mm -hmm. even before you start to run down um, the the decision making process on technology itself, look at what the the need is, look at where the opportunities are, make sure that your plan lines up to your strategy and your vision and then start to talk to your people. Employee engagement is going to be huge over the next 12 months as well. You know, I'm I'm, I'm talking in 12 month blocks, but it will continue to become more and more important as organisations talk and engage with their people in an evolving hybrid future of work whatever we want to call it it's going to become more important but you need to do that across all of these decisions and yeah. uh, until you actually understand what the true need is of your organization it's you're, you're, you're moving ahead too quickly but we like to engage we like in, internally we like to talk to not just decision makers and and a senior stakeholder level but we also like to talk across the employee base and see what people really need and where they struggle um, and yeah. I think that can lead lead to you know, as you actually start to kick off a bit more of the implementation, user-led design, feedback, iterating, what you do,
1: um, all rolls into that same part of just engage, engage, engage. That's fantastic, look, I love the idea and, you know, um, absolutely resonate with getting the business involved, right? This is not a HR decision on its own, right? It is a business decision and it requires all areas and departments and leaders actually across the organisation to buy into that change across the group. Yep. I could talk all day about HR transformation with you guys I love what you guys do right you know it, it resonates with me really close it resonates with what we you know we're trying to inform on HR Tech 247 I mean if people want to get more information we know you've got a stand um or, or a presence on the platform um talk to me about what made you what made you join HR Tech 247 yeah Thomas what was the feeling about that
0: I think I think for us you know you know being part of this software industry within hr for the last sort of 10 plus years what you what i really have understood the value of and especially in the last six to 12 months as well is just the importance of your network yeah. um the importance of talking to as many people as you can i think it's very you know i'm a salesman right so i'm competitive and you're always a little bit guarded but actually i've i've taken a completely different tack the last sort of six to twelve months And actually, no, I want to be, I want to talk to as many people as I can. I want to be as open and as honest and as candid with everyone that I can. I'm not trying, you know, about what we do as a business, what we don't do as a business. And actually just often you can add value to lots of different people just by connecting them up. And so I look at HR Tech 24-7 as, okay, this is just a really good community here. This is an opportunity for people to share knowledge, to share insight, be open. Okay, actually it's far better to do that up front with people because I mean, we all know how many times you can get that you get into the weeds on a project or with a particular customer or a particular partner and if you didn't have some of those conversations up front or you didn't understand them as a business better than you have to reset three six months down the line and I think for me sometimes it's just about knowing do you know what I know you've approached me about this project but I know somebody else you should go and look at these people go and look at them on the site they're there think they would be able to help you better than we can or whatever it might be I think so any any opportunity any facility community where you can actually share knowledge and information you know put your hand up to say this is who we are and what we do but this is also who we are and what we don't do and I think yeah. it's I think often too many people in our industry try and be maybe all things to all people without just saying this is what we're really good at and that's what we're going to focus on and I think that's what your site does really really well it really delineates you know, where the skill sets are, what's your area of the industry that you focus on. So that was, for me, it was a no-brainer to be part of it, to be honest.
1: Fantastic. Well, listen, I I really love what you guys are doing in the industry, right? You really are um, bringing thought leadership, uh, you know, across the industry. I love the clients you're dealing with. You know, highly recommend you to the organizations out there that may be looking for a consultancy to support them. You know, fantastic um, services that you guys offer. You've obviously got the background and the experience as well. And all of that information obviously is on our site and, and people can access that. So I really, you know, really try and keep this for 15 minutes, as you know, and, and we're coming towards the <laughs> end. But it's you know, is there any any last minute snippets, Michael, that you just want people to be aware of or any thoughts you want to share for the last sort of 60 seconds?
2: Yeah, I think one of the things, a really interesting thing that's come up in the last sort of couple of months that I'm hearing more of, uh, you hear the analysts talking about the next 12 months being about learning and making sure that um, even if people are going to be sort of, you know, remote more in the future, um, it's very much a learning year. But I think it's more going to be about um, leveraging technology to create equal access for people regardless of where they are in your organisation. Yeah. So that's what we'll be really talking to our customers about as well, is about Looking at what they've got today that we can optimize for them, but also looking at opportunities of things that we can bring in and and, and work work better to make sure that regardless of whether or not you are um, at the uh, very public um, investment banking mentality of what your where your uh, employee should be at the moment, or you could yeah. be at the you know the, the forefront sort of forethinking uh, tech company that wants everyone to work remotely permanently. Regardless yeah. of where you are in that in that in, entire spectrum, providing a HR function that gives equal access or a level playing field across all of your people. And I think you yeah. can really sort of, uh, you know, focus on that over the next period of time um, to make sure that, you know, we ha- we leverage the right, you know, UX and AI is going to be big next year um, to be able to make sure that that's best for an organization and for its people. I think that's sort of a really big thing
1: to mention as well.
2: Brilliant. Thomas, any
1: any any insight for you? Thirty seconds, you know, any thoughts from you?
0: Yeah, I, th- I think I think the important, I think a lot of people, to echo Mike's point briefly, it's let's try and make the most of what you already have. I think a lot of people think that you know transformation or technology is a big project, and actually, a lot of the time, you could you've probably got a lot of good stuff that you're maybe not utilizing as well as you yeah. could. With a little bit of help, a little bit of support, just press pause for a second. Let's look at the existing landscape. Let's see what else is out there that you could benefit from with a small change. And, and let's face it, we've all had enough change in the last year. So I think organize that's I mean, I'm hearing of this a lot from organizations. They want to talk, but they're not suddenly looking to jump into the next big thing because there's too many other things that need to be addressed and are going to be naturally addressed. I think if you now so pushing a big project onto your people is maybe not the route a lot of people want to go down. So actually it's just saying to people, that's fine, you can achieve a lot just by, you know, being a little bit more considered, and I think, yeah, don't, don't try and suddenly, you know, <laughs> boil the ocean, just because you think there's it, I mean, there's no doubt there'll be a lot of opportunity this year, I think my my bottom line, my last message is, be really positive about it, okay, there's, from change and adversity can come a lot of positivity, and I think that's what I'm seeing, and I think that's what we're going to, we're focusing on for the rest of the year, it's, you know, change is a good thing, let's, let's make the most of it.
1: Uh, Really, really wise words from you, Thomas there. Michael, fantastic uh, insight from you as well. And again, from from deep within me, thank you very much for the support you give us at HR Tech 247. We're lovely to have you as part of that community. Um, Some great information on our site as well. But until next time, guys, we'll have a coffee again. Well, hopefully we'll have a wine or a beer, right? And not not face-to-face, not too soon. soon, Not (laughs) too soon as well. But listen, lovely talking to you guys today. Wish you all the best and uh, we'll catch up soon. Take care. Thanks, Bob. All the best. Thank you. Bye now. This podcast was brought to you
0: by HR Tech 24-7. For more information, please visit hrtech247.com. Want to feature in a future episode of the HR Tech 24-7 podcast? Click on the link in the bio to find out how you can get involved.